Maybe I'm getting too old to fan out over music. I I think that's what it is with me too, man. I'm just I'm just too old for it, man. I don't get excited about anything anymore. It's, it, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're going to start right there. Um, welcome to the Black Gold Creative Podcast. I am Dre Murray. I am joined by my illustrious, uh, dynamic, um, hmm, I have to think about that, uh, sensational, there we go, uh, emphasis on uh, sin, do what, <laughs> emphasis on sin, <laughs> wow, all right, uh, Billy Wigington is, is with me, um, we finally linked back up, and, uh, we're doing this again. So, and I've decided, Billy, I've decided, man, like, you're right. The introduction where we talk about what we do and who we are and all that, it's pretty lame now, man. I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know who we are, go listen to the uh, the intro episode, man. It's short and you can find it on all platforms. Just go listen to yeah, it. But yeah, and we may have changed since then. So all that stuff that we said we are, we might not be. <laughs> we might but not to be. be clear, we're both still married and have kids. Yes, yes, and all yes, that yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that has not changed. still a family podcast. We still are about family, <laughs> coffee, and hip-hop. Um, you know, but maybe some of the other things have changed since then, but that that's still the same. Um, yes. But yeah. But I'm Dre Murray. This is Billy Wigginton. This is Black Gold Creative Podcast, where we talk about things in and around family, coffee, and hip-hop. Um, this is officially season two, I believe. We're in 2019. This is the official mm-hmm. first episode of season two. And, um, yeah, how things going, man? I know we've, we've been talking for probably about three hours uh, before we yeah. <laughs> hopped on here. Um, we should have really been recording, but there are some things that I know we couldn't discuss on air, probably. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, man, let the people know how you've been doing, man. What's been going on with you, Mister Wigington? Well, first off, man, can you believe like we so we chopped it up for a minute in January because you were here, yep. you had a show here in D.C. and uh, and we did kind of a well, it wasn't live, but we you know, were live in the same room, right? And then, you know, we had a couple of weeks where you had some content that you wanted to put out and our schedules were crazy. And so you did that. And now here we are, dude, it's March 2nd, technically. It'll be the third when or fourth when this comes out. Crazy. We're already in March 2019, man. Crazy. We're the first full episode, season two. It's crazy, man. It trips me out. But no, man, we're my family's good. We are rolling through this snow snowy landscape in maryland right now uh and headed towards easter and kids birthdays and then school wraps up here in the middle of june man yeah. so with all the snow days it might even be later than that yeah man but yeah we're, we're good we're good yeah we, we we're gonna have some snow this this weekend um and some ice and we didn't have any uh when was it day before yesterday and it, or it might have been yesterday, yeah, yesterday, and the kids were out of school, 
and there was no precipitation at all. It was nothing, nothing happening. The weatherman is like, I don't know why they shut school down. Uh, I told him that the weather wasn't going to be that bad. Like, he literally said that, like, on his Facebook page. Like, I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, so they just got one of those free days. But now it's going to snow over the weekend. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be pretty crazy. Um, it's supposed to be, like, negative four degrees on Monday. So I don't know if I'm coming out the yeah, house. Yeah, man. Bro. For real, for real. That's that some of these, you know, whether it be snow days or we've had a lot of holidays. I feel like it was like President's Day, all, you know, all kind of stuff. Right. Those days allow me to get some uh, work done at home while playing with the kids. Yeah. Do you ever do that? Like, do you get to work from home sometimes? Or um, it's very, very rare. Um, like it, it hasn't happened in a, in a while. Uh, I actually have my laptop with me. Now, because of, you know, like I just said, the weather's supposed to get crazy this this weekend. So it's maybe one of those times where where it actually happens. Nice. Yeah. So I know something we can talk about here with family, man, as I'm just thinking about it and how we, when you when you came to D.C., we were running and gunning, man, with that show. Yeah. And, uh, and then just trying to catch up, you know, because people don't know this maybe, but every time we talk or text or whatever, it's not all about black gold or all about music. It's just life. You know, yeah. it's just what happens when you're friends with somebody It's just life. And, uh, but I know something we could do on here, man. What between the last podcast, so around Christmas time mm-hmm. and now with your family, what are some things that you maybe have done or some things that have changed? So like if anybody's had a birthday or started a new hobby, like your kids or, Maybe you saw a certain movie, mm-hmm. went on a trip, you know, anything like that. Some highlights. Um, a couple highlights. We went to we went to Missouri um, for my mother in law's. Her birthday was in December. My sister in law's birthday is in January. We were supposed to take this trip in December. We wound up taking it in January. I think I may have talked about this a little bit uh, on the uh, podcast when. I was yeah. there, maybe. I don't I don't really remember, but man, I almost went off a cliff, bro. Like I literally almost went off of a cliff in Missouri because the the weather was so bad. It just started snowing like crazy while I was like out at the grocery store. Um and we knew that it was going to snow, so I was trying to beat the snow, but it just it started coming down and in the part of Missouri where we are, there's like all these high mountains and stuff and and so yeah it was a beautiful trip but that could have turned like super ugly real real fast um (laughs) yeah man so but other than that like we had we had a great time um and it was weird because we never take vacation or do anything at the beginning of the year so it kind of like it threw me off a little bit because you know i was in work mode and then it was like stop like vacation <laughs> I was like right. I, just, I just came from vacation so that was a little weird we were supposed yeah. to go in December wanna be in January but um then you know school started back as far as anything different or what we're on right now is it's crazy my wife gets on these um she'll get in these grooves where her and her sister both they'll start putting puzzles together and like they'll do these like huge puzzles um especially like when we're up at my sister-in-law's house they'll they'll have the whole table just covered in puzzles 
and then she'll glue them together and like frame them. And so, oh, okay. So it's these dope puzzles that she orders online. And so now, you know, my wife started doing them. My daughters, they do them. My son actually has his own little puzzles. And he, oh, for real? And he does his crap all day long now. And we, uh, we wind up deleting YouTube off of our phones, or at least he always has my wife's phone and my my mother-in-law's yeah. phone. We deleted YouTube off the phone, and he, you know, he would be on YouTube watching stuff, and and we found out some crazy stuff. But I'll talk talk to you about that later. Similar to what uh, Tasha was talking about, but uh, yeah. when I was there, but we deleted YouTube off the phone, and and he he had to, I guess he had the phone the other day, and he was looking for YouTube, he wasn't on there. And he told my, my mother-in-law, like, yo, like, where's where's YouTube? And she said, it's, it's gone. And he, like, looks at the phone and just throws it down and just he gets down and starts doing his puzzle. He's like, man, forget that. <laughs> so it's good because now he's, like, all into puzzles now. Like, now he's, yeah, you know, it's, it gives him, it's pushing him to do something else, which he played a lot, you know, with cars and all that kind of stuff anyway. Um, he'll watch TV here and here and there but he's really into these puzzles now and now like my whole family like we got one on the table right now that my wife is doing that's a pretty pretty large puzzle but every day all day he's trying to put these puzzles together and I can see him like concentrating and being focused on it so yeah man that's what's going on in my house man which I I love because it's it's like this strategic thing like they're actually they're thinking you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. But I'm I'm horrible at it, bro. Like they make fun of me, dog. <laughs> I don't have no patience for it. I'm, I'll, I'll do one joint. I'll find one piece, and then I'm out. Like I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you accepted the challenge and you you accomplished exactly. it. So you're done. You're good. You're done. Exactly. I did my part. I did my part. Right. Yep. Well, you know what's crazy, man? Hearing you say that, uh, you know, you you got to see some of this while you while you were here. Uh, Tasha and I, man, we talk about this kind of stuff all the time about parenting specifically. I don't know why. I th- I mean, maybe because when we had just one kid, we thought we were great parents. And then we had two and we were like, oh, no. And then it got better. So we adopted a third one. And then we were like, crap, what do we do uh, with three kids? Uh, but parenting, you know, it's depending on how you frame it in your life. It's It's a lifelong thing, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, when they're 18 things change but i mean when they go from 18 months to 18 years yeah. there's things that change in between and so for us i mean obviously as christians one of our goals in parenting is discipleship and what i mean by that cuz we may have you know people who listen who don't share the same like you know faith as me i mean just making them into a healthy whole person who is like jesus and uh and of course i don't know exactly how jesus was other than what's in the Bible, and I don't know how to do that the best, you know? Yeah. But when that's the lifelong quest, then that, like, changes everything about not only how we talk to them and treat them and what we tell them, but it changes, like, what we encourage them to do. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, man, we think a lot about that a lot as it relates to time on the screen, as it relates to how they problem solve and play with each other and treat each other. Um, like what you're talking about, doing puzzles, or you saw it when my kids were here, they love to draw yeah. and color and write i mean my one son noah he's written i don't know how many comics bro like he just wow well write the story write write characters like you know he just goes goes for it 
And my daughter just out of the blue will like, hey, I'm going to paint, you know, and the other son will build stuff and, you know, come up with crazy stories. And I'm just like, man, this is kind of how like I felt like it was when I was a kid. That's why I picked up a guitar at 11 years old. You know, I wasn't just pacified with like a screen or right. pacified with a video game. And that, that stuff was available. Uh, right. But I just, you know, chose to kind of not do that. Or my parents maybe told me it's kind of like the whole latchkey kid thing, mm-hmm. you know. I think the the Wi-Fi, unfiltered Wi-Fi and YouTube, throw a screen in front of them as like the new babysitter or lack of, you know, type of situation. Yep. Yep. I agree, man. It's uh, something that uh, just the start of the year, like you're asking what, what different, what what's actually changed. But I feel like we've, we're making it a point. We We've always talked about that, just being intentional about, certain things but um you know we've shot the limit screen time in the past and all that but when she when my wife called me and was like yo she deleted it um (laughs) it was kind of like she just jumped and just said forget it because you know that was something that was um certain shows or whatever i mean it was huge for not only my my son because there's some educational stuff on there like there's sure. this this cat named Blippy. I don't know if there's any parents out there that know who Blippy is, but um, he's an ex marine, I believe. That just he decided to make a kid show because of his his nephews. He 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 was a photographer or a videographer by trade after he got out of the Marines, um, and he you know he was like a, he he knows how to shoot you know film or video or whatever, and he didn't see any dope like kids shows for you know kids his his nephew's age so he, he put on this this get up and, and start teaching kids and like he goes different places and teaches them certain things so my son watches that you know or he did watch that like every single day but he would learn stuff man you know his shapes his colors and all that kind of stuff but there's just certain things out there like that we talked about we're just like, man, I don't, that's, that's not really worth it. Like, we can teach him certain things. Like, <laughs> All right. You know, so. Mr. Rogers, bro. Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, that was, you know, the first the first step for us um, in regards to, like, you know, taking better care of that um, hmm. is is getting getting that out the way just deleting the the app period and then having it's huge for my mother-in-law to delete it too it was kind of like she you know she's on board so it's not like he hmm. goes over there and he's he still has it so so yeah man it's uh meltdowns meltdowns right man it was crazy <laughs> though what my a... wife said it was just like he he was like oh it's not there all right cool i'm gonna go do something else then. puzzle so <laughs> so i was like wow all right all right that easy huh all right we'll see how netflix goes <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, I guess, you know that's true though the kids i mean no one i think no one would argue at least not if they really thought about it no one would argue that we like having guidelines and parameters yeah, guardrails whatever you want to call them like yep. everybody does like you feel cared for and and all that and you know tonight uh my so my I say tonight I don't even know what day it is or what, but uh sometime recently yesterday or today, 
my daughter has been sick for like a couple of days, like just not feeling great, something wrong with her stomach. We're not sure what it is. Oh, wow. You know, it's nothing like doesn't seem serious, but she, you know, she was not wanting to go anywhere, do anything, eating very, very light and all that. But tonight there was a thing going on with the youth group and like a game night type of thing. And she wanted to go. And we were like, you haven't even been able to like do schoolwork or anything. And now you like have all this energy to go to a game night. Like <laughs> I want you to go to stuff like that for sure. But I think you should probably stay home and get healthy, you know, take a bath, get back in your bed, read a little bit, just relax, chill, stay home tonight. And at first she was a little bit visibly upset, but she was like, yeah, you're right. That's, that's, that's right. That's what I should do. Yeah. And she did it. And I'm just like, it's crazy how, like, even though I know I have the authority to do that, I still had this mild anxiety inside as a dad of like, oh man, she's going to be let down. Yep. She's going to be sad. Yep. Like, am I, is this the right thing to do? Cause I do want her to be around her friends. I do want her to be in a positive environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it was the right decision I feel like, and she accepted it. So that's cool. Parenting win, right? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure, man. That's, that's the, uh, that's the feeling I think that, that I don't know about all, but the majority of us have is that, that let down right because i know how that felt Mm -hmm. um you know my daughter was wanting to stay with a friend you know or not even stay but just like play longer at at the house and it's like oh we got to go and i just remember that that feeling of like it was over because i didn't get (laughs) you know what i'm saying get a chance to like it was my turn on the mario joint and now we got to go like like we was having so much fun and just being ripped apart and being disappointed. And I know that seems this is like something that's silly, but just like I was talking to my wife, I was like, her feelings are like legitimate. Like she really feels like, you mm-hmm. know, she's leaving her friend. Like that's a, it, she's sick. So it, it, it seems a, a bit yeah. silly, but in context, like we have the same feelings whenever we're leaving someone that we really care about or whatever. It's just, Hers, right. you know, it's a six-year-old uh, context or, or perspective. Uh, right. So, but it's still, it's still the same thing, man. So, um, I definitely understand that, man. Where that that anxiety comes in, you know that you're doing the right thing, but you're still, you know, anxious about it. So, it's crazy, man. Based on like all the stuff we talked about before this, which I think we might get into some of it, depending on how this goes on the podcast, but. I, you know, a lot of just being a human being is knowing how to sort out uh, feelings, emotions, uh, actions and reactions, putting things like in the right category and then using those tools or thinking through processes and doing things the right way. Um, Because everybody has a little bit of, I think, anxiety, Mm -hmm. which is just kind of like unfulfilled or unmet, like responsibility. Mm -hmm. Um you know, or, or worry over a responsibility or an impending decision. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I think we don't, uh, some of the stuff we talked about earlier, we don't, I think, try to understand. And I think if parents and spouses, right. And just every human being, if we tried to seek to understand, mm-hmm. uh, what someone is saying or what their perspective or context is, whether they're six years old, one year old, newborn or 85 years old, like if we just tried to, listen and understand a little bit. I wonder if that might not cut down on a lot of our anxiety. Cause what you said about feelings, man, that is so true. And I think I've said this before on the podcast at some point, 
feelings are great indicators because they're true. Mm -hmm. Like if you're six years old and you're crying or sad or verbalizing that you don't want to leave like that, just because you're saying you have to leave doesn't make her feeling less true. Right. But that also doesn't mean that you should listen to your feelings all the time. Right. Because if feelings are not just indicators, but they're instructors, then what that means is then your child disobeys when you say it's time to leave. Right. Because their feeling is telling them, I'm not leaving. Yeah. And so as adults, we wrestle with that, but we have like categories in our mind to be able to separate those things. And sometimes kids don't, you know, I don't know when they develop that exactly. But I just think about that in light of politics, in light of something as simple as like the food, different foods that people like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. in a marriage, hey, do you want to eat here? No, I want to, you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. Like we would just listen, understand, have our categories right. I think we could like do a lot better in general as people with communication. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%, man. Like the understanding is 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 key. And I think kids teach us that because we were all yeah. at one time kids and we remember having these same experiences, but we're so quick as parents to to act as if we never were a kid. <laughs> and like, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's interesting that you said that about the, um, you know, the kid feeling like, okay, now I'm following my emotions, so now it becomes disobedience. Mm-hmm. That was the thing that my like my wife was speaking to today with my with my daughter is like, yo, like we talked about this before we even went in here. Don't ask me to stay. Like, don't when it's time <laughs> to go, it's time to go. Like, and and you're doing mm-hmm. the opposite of what we we told you to do. So she was she was speaking to the like the act of disobedience and not necessarily right. her her feeling like you're 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 sad yes you are your feeling is justified but don't you know don't like throw a freaking fit because like that's disobedient we told you before we got in here <laughs> what was gonna happen um yeah so yeah man it's 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 crazy though because we you know sometimes it's like you gotta take a step back put yourself back in the mind of a six-year-old or 11-year-old like that's why I think it's cool when you have you know certain ages of of kids you can see the you know two-year-old perspective the six-year-old perspective the two-year-old just like you know forget whatever you're saying I'm just swinging like yeah I'm mad I'm just swinging I don't know what's What's what you talking about? Apologize? Nah, I'm not apologizing. <laughs> like, <laughs> she took she took my toy. Like she she's getting it. Um, and you know, six year olds a little bit different. The eleven year olds, you know. So yeah, it's pretty cool to see that. But we we have to understand, man, and put our as hard as it is sometimes because we haven't been that age in so long. But we once were that age, and we had those emotions and feelings and thoughts and. So we got it. We have to understand for sure. It seems like a lot of adults, though, not just with parenting, but friendship relationships um, with disagreements with acquaintances, particularly online. That understanding goes out the window, though. Yeah. And there's a lot we can learn from kids or learn from like, I mean, you can tell me if I'm if I'm uh, me and Tasha are the only ones, but uh, <laughs> but you know me and Tasha have disagreements sometimes. Oh, we've word? been married a long time. Yeah, right. <laughs> we've been married a long time. We love each other, but we disagree on some stuff yeah. sometimes. And so, because of that, 
you don't just like turn your back on your spouse. You try to listen and understand. Yep. And, uh, you know, before you get married, people tell you a lot of stuff about compromise. I don't know that it's even compromise. I think it's literally sometimes like trying to understand and then you can disagree or you can still serve each other. Even if you disagree, yep. do what the other wants instead. It's not even compromise sometimes. Yeah. But if we did that, like with each other, man, like just civility and seeking to understand, oh my gosh, that would, I think, revolutionize everything in our world. And, and in particular, I think it's important to bring up because it's 2019 and there's an election coming in 2020. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'll just tell you, man, I have like mild anxiety in the back of my mind, at yeah. least uh, reasonably so, not not unreasonable amount, but just a little bit back there about relationships with people in particular acquaintances or online or people that I used to live near, but don't or whatever. I'm just like, Oh man, people have thrown out civility and understanding. And I don't mean, I don't want to get into we've thrown out facts or we've thrown out, uh, you know, I don't care about any of that. Like that, that's important, but that sounds like I'm speaking to one side or the other, but just pure understanding. Like even if someone has the facts wrong, (laughs) <laughs> or doesn't want to hear facts, you can still seek to understand and listen right. uh, instead of just ranting and raving and crazy. More like a 11-year-old than a 2-year-old maybe, yep. right? Yeah, no, I, I get it, bro. <laughs> People that don't have kids may not get that, but I, I completely right, get it, bro. Right. <laughs> it's like there's a, there's a huge difference in that. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, speaking of anxiety, coffee. You know, <laughs> the jitters. Wait, does caffeine cause that? Do you have a source, Dre? <laughs> no, I have an experience. What's what's been going on with you and and coffee, man? We haven't we haven't had a discussion about some good coffee in in quite a long time. I know you mentioned you've been drinking a lot of it lately, but what have you mm-hmm. been drinking? Yeah, man, to be honest, uh, I've just been drinking the same thing over and over. Really? Uh, well, I say that from the, the same company, at least, uh, Vigilante. Oh, okay. Because I have literally been to maybe, let's see, when you came in January, it was the end of January, yeah. we went to Blue Bottle mm-hmm. and Car Wash, that joint by my house that we've laughed about on here before. Which they sell Vigilante I, there, right? Yeah, they sell vigilante coffee there. So I've been in car wash like twice. I think even drum roll, here we go, Starbucks once. Uh what? <laughs> but nowhere else in the past like month and a half. Wait a minute. What did you go to Starbucks for? You had to use the restroom? <laughs> yeah, I was picking up something for someone else. else? Uh, I had a meeting there. I had oh, a meeting really? there. And got a salted foam cold brew or sweet, I don't know. I don't know what it's called. I got the name wrong when I ordered it too, and she corrected me. Wow. But it was cold brew that has a little bit of foam on top that was kind of sweet, kind of salty, and it was not bad. But anyway, that's that's where I've, like, I haven't even gone to coffee shops except those. But as far as pour over every day at home, I've been doing this Colombian uh, I can't remember what region in Colombia from Vigilante, and the last bag I picked up was was roasted, uh, 
let's see, it was this past week, I think. I picked it up on Monday, and it was roasted the Friday before. So wow. it's been a week, you know, so really fresh. Columbia from one of the regions there, super good. Dope, man. Light light roast, doing pour over. Light so. roast, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, I have been out of, a, well, not a lot, but some of the items that I usually have at the crib to to make my own coffee. And then, um, I mean, I had the capability to do, you know, use another method, but it's just been so convenient to, uh, like, Topeka was the place that I would normally go. They actually had, they was connected to a hotel. They had a fire in the hotel. Uh, not a fire, I'm tripping. Oh, where? Not, not a fire. They had a, uh, what was it? A fire? The fire department was there. Yes, it was. It was the... Uh, it was the the escalator, like there was a malfunction, and then the fire department um, on both ends of the hotel got the big hose out and like drenched all everything, and so the Whoa, inside of the that's hotel, crazy. yeah, the inside of the hotel was just damaged, along with uh, the Topeka that's there. So for since about, man, I think that was in November. So since November, they had been, um, it might have been October even, like late October, but they've been out of commission at that location. They have another location, which is further from where I normally am downtown. And so I would, you know, make my trek to that place. Uh, But they opened back up in the hotel. Like they, uh, you know, gutted the hotel pretty much and redid it. And then they opened up. Topeka about I think it's been about three weeks now um and so I've been you know it's just so been, been there every day huh yeah it's just been convenient <laughs> man like to you know the first day I'm like man you know it's it's good to be back in here I'm not you know I'm still gonna be doing stuff at home not you know not gonna be in there every day just nice to see you guys and I was yeah. back the next day it's nice to see you guys again <laughs> then after that it was like Dre you've been in here three times already like what's going on um so it's just been like really really convenient to you know walk a little you know inside especially I don't have to go outside in the cold mm-hmm. weather I can just walk inside because there's like a sky bridge that connects you know the building I'm in to the hotel so just mad convenient bro like to go nice. over there and then you know I take my my own mug in there I take my Darth Vader mug in there and you know since I I'm not using their cup there's a little discount you know that happens there oh, okay and so, okay um yeah now can everybody get this discount like if you live there can um, you get me I cannot confirm or deny I mean I don't <laughs> I don't know uh so you know we might have to edit that part out so um, but yeah, it, it's, you know, if you, if you're getting good coffee for, for what I'm getting it for, it's kind of hard to, to turn down, especially when you, you know, didn't have time to make some in the morning. So, right. Yeah, man. What time do you leave the house in the morning, Dre? Um, on Wednesdays and Fridays, I leave the house about 4.50, anywhere from 4.50 to 5 o'clock. Cause I go play ball in the morning. Um, on the other days, 
you know, when I'm not playing ball, it's anywhere from seven to nine, any anywhere from that time. So, yeah, 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 nice. Man. So it's hard to make coffee in the morning sometimes, depending yeah. on what else is going on, what yeah. time it is, the kids, how loud or how quiet. Yep. Yeah. So sometimes I take the I take the grinder into the garage, um, and I do my thing in there, and then I then I make the coffee, and I you know I bring the whole setup back into the kitchen, and make the coffee there. Um, but yeah, the grinder is like you know it wake the whole house up, so I I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to do that. So on the late days, though, I can make it. You know, my my son loves hitting the button and grinding the coffee for me. So um, I'm gonna start plugging my grinder in the basement down here. <laughs> you should, bro. You should, man. I, coffee lab down here with the music stuff. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. Like sometimes I'm like, bro, I, I don't want to wake them up, but I need this coffee right now. So I gotta <laughs> have. I had to figure it out. The garage was the easy solution. Nice. Well, you know, we're going to have to try some new stuff then, it sounds like, because we've both been like on a somewhat normal slash comfortable kick. Maybe I need to buy like something I haven't had in a while and report back about it. Yeah, man, I think you I think you should. Um, You know, I think that uh, I'm going to have some, uh, I think, double shot, which is a. um, Um coffee shop shop up in Tulsa specialty shop up in Tulsa they actually just they're opening a new location on Tuesday and so uh I think I'm actually going there Tuesday morning um I've been there twice really really good coffee but I've never had their actual um like I've never bought a I should say I never bought a bag and you know had it at my house and made it myself so I'll grab something from there, single origin, grab it from there and report back if you want to grab something that, you know, new that you haven't tried before. Is the shop called Double Shot? You yeah, said? it's called Double Shot. They actually have a podcast the... too, bro. Okay. Yeah. Is the name of their coffee that as well, or is that just the shop name? Uh I'm pretty sure that's the name of their their uh their coffee as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. Have to check that out. Yeah. They might, I, well, I don't, maybe they might be on fair trade, but I don't, I don't think I saw them whenever we looked. Um, I think I looked at, to try to see if, you know, certain ones in the Tulsa area were there, but I didn't see anybody. So, but yeah, let's cool, report man. back. Well, what about music, man? We talked about this a little bit earlier. A lot of music dropped today. Unfortunately, and unfortunately yes. I didn't get to listen to a lot of it. <laughs> Is that what you're about to say? Uh, yeah, man. It's just too much, man. Just too yeah. much music, man, to consume. You know, I'm too busy listening to three-hour podcasts uh, to, listen to, <laughs> right? to, to listen to some music. I think my ranking... I love music. Like, I love, love, love music. I make playlists. Like, I, I flip through the radio. I listen to my, like, playlists that I make. I listen to new albums. I like to listen to whole albums at a time. I love music. However, recently my ranking order of what I'm going to put in my ears has been audiobooks first, podcast second, mm. and then music. Mm. And then, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, I'm on two different Bible reading plans because of things going on at our church and what we're trying to do with our family and all that. Yeah. So sometimes I'll listen to the Bible. So then in that case, the order is somewhere between audiobook and 
and podcasts, depending on the type of Bible I use, because I still like those street lights joints a lot. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, man, that's a kind of like music takes the last. It's kind of the last thing at this point, sadly, wow. except for vinyl. I don't know if you noticed that you saw on IG. I don't know if we talked about it when you were here. We uh we have a record player, and so uh, I had some. I've had vinyl for years, but haven't had a a way to play it in a while. Yeah. We got one, so we pulled out the vinyl. We even purchased a couple of new albums that we wanted on vinyl, and so we've been listening to that some just in the house. Wow, yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, I uh, I have some some vinyl. I I don't break it out as much as I used to, but it, it's strange to see my kids like you know dancing to actual records. Um, oh yeah, it reminds me of when I was when I was younger, but. You know, I I put new edition on one time, and I played. It was when I first got the the record player, so that was one of the records that I played over and over. And then seeing my daughters sing "Candy Girl" or "Telephone" or "Telephone Man" or whatever, <laughs> like it's like what is going on? Like, and they know it word for word now, so it's pretty dope, man. Like, I want to get some more. Oh, vinyl. you know what? Yeah, that's that's great. I'm so glad you said that because it reminded me. I did listen to a little music today. What you hear? With my daughter. Because part of her like homeschool that we do is like she has a legit music curriculum that she does, like that she has to like different music history and you know, uh, but we supplement it because she's learning a couple different instruments. Yeah. And also I like to give her like a pop music lesson, meaning popular anything from blues all the way through Michael Jackson, Jimi Hendrix, all the way up to current. Yeah. Uh but today I don't remember how this came up at all. Uh, it might have been because of the, uh, like a rabbit trail from that show Masked Singer. Have you heard of that? The Masked Singer? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Somebody mentioned it yeah. last week. Yeah. So, spoiler alert. We may have to edit this out if if we uh, think through and, and think we need to edit it out. But T-Pain was on that show. Oh, really? uh, he was wearing a mask, so if you so if people haven't watched it, they won't know that he was on there yeah. <laughs> until unless he's seen the finale. But anyway, so we so Chandler was asking like about T Pain, and I was like, man, he's actually an amazing singer, but broke out using auto tune, and so he caught flack for that eventually. Even though now everyone uses it right. as a as an instrument, even like auto tune is like this whole thing of and of itself. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, so we got somehow got from from T Pain to Outcast. Uh, which as you can imagine that's not that difficult to do but we got there and Chandler was like well I know hey yeah like I know that song I know Andre 3000 loosely so we went and you know of course I had to remember the lyrics to some of them or find a clean version of it just to be safe but we went all the way through the catalog with at least a couple off of each album to let her kind of hear their their progression and growth as a as a group and hear the different styles. And of course she remembered seeing big boy at the super time, super bowl halftime. Yeah. And she kind of made the connection that way too. So it was cool. So I listened to outcast today for a minute, uh, went through their catalog quickly. Huh? That's crazy. Which is kind of weird, right? That's very, very weird. Like the whole T pain. Is it weird that I do that with my kids? No, 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 (laughs) no. I'm saying, uh, it's because, I've I've wanted to do something like that with because with Chandler's eleven, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've wanted to do something like that with my eleven year old as far as like but it's it's always tricky for me because like you were saying, you're trying to find a clean version and then it's about context yeah, because yeah. like 
just old music period there's there's something in me that wants um to just explain to my daughter certain mm-hmm. things um mm-hmm. and just certain not not everything obviously but there are certain artists there are certain albums that I actually want her to like get uh as far as like understand what what's being done on this on this album right. so um see I wouldn't call, I wouldn't say that it's necessarily weird um I was talking about the whole T-Pain thing and the mask and all that like that's that was that whole show the premise of that is kind of weird to me but like people wouldn't know whose voice is who. Like I know some some people you wouldn't, but it's I love like, it. Really, I love the premise of the show. I've never yeah. seen it, so it's like when they so were the premise to... of the show is get a bunch of people who are pr- pretty well known, but maybe not known for singing necessarily, and put them in a mask and a co- and a whole costume and persona that the judges, the hosts, uh, the production crew on the show, nobody knows who it is. Only very key people know who it is, and they've signed like non-disclosure agreements and all this kind of stuff. And they have to wear it. They wear like hoodies that say and clothes that say "Don't talk to me." See, I didn't know. I didn't know all that. And wear a mask like to the to the Warner Brothers lot or whatever they drive up to. They have to wear a mask, uh, like a a, like a thing over their face a little bit until they get the costume put on by certain people. Like it's a whole ordeal. And then they come out and sing. And they try to give these clues, and then they try to guess who, uh, like who it is. Yeah. So immediately when when T Pain came out and the costume he had on, people were like, "Oh, maybe it's CeeLo. Maybe it's Jamie Fox. Maybe it's you know." So they're guessing all over the spectrum. Uh, but it's crazy, man. Like Donny Osmond was on there. Gladys Knight. Uh, wow. Was on there, but also you had like Terry Bradshaw. And yeah, I uh, heard about Terry Bradshaw. I heard that he, that's, you know, somebody told me he could sing. Yeah, and like Rumor Willis, Bruce and Bruce and Demi Moore's daughter, you know, like so it's kind of weird, uh, but it was cool because you know in T Pain's case, his whole story, his whole narrative, so to speak, with that was I came out in the industry and had hits and was loved for what I could do, but for years have been trying to show people I can actually sing yep. and write and and have my own thing, and people either don't take me seriously or they give me hate and want to box me in and all this stuff. So he came on there and he actually won the whole thing, bro. He won the whole competition and they took the mask off at the end and, uh, he was pretty emotional about it. And so were the judges just about like, man, like you, you're an amazing singer. We had chills every time, you know, cause they don't do their own songs. They're doing all kinds of songs from all over the spectrum. So it was a cool show. It was a fascinating concept. I was surprised. I thought it was going to be super corny and I wouldn't care about it at all, but yeah. I ended up liking it. What so. channel? What channel is it on? Man, I don't know. We watched it on Hulu. Ah, we have to watch you. it a day late. Oh, it's on we Hulu. Don't, we don't do cable. Dope. I might, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might check. I might check it out when we get off here. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just, I didn't understand the complete like premise of the show, um, and I thought it was like. Well, I guess they they did. Whoever I was talking to mentioned Terry Bradshaw, but then there were just other musical guests that they mentioned. Where I'm like, surely people know that that person's voice. Like, you got to know that person's voice. But you know what, you know. Gladys Knight, I knew her voice, bro. Right. And, you uh, close your I eyes told and Tasha, know it, right? Right. And the only the only thing that was throwing me off is when they threw out based on the clues and just based on the sheer fact that they're wearing a mask and all that. Yeah. They were saying like, oh, well, maybe it's Patty Labelle. 
or like, no, nah, it's Anita Baker. Mm. And so then you're like, ah, oh, crap, maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah. And then you're just like, nah, that's Gladys Knight, bro. Like, <laughs> you know the voice. Like, right. you just know. Right. T-Pain, I pulled up the, uh, when I, as soon as I thought it might be him, I pulled up his uh, 2014 NPR Tiny Desk performance where mm-hmm. he does them all like with acoustic piano and all mm-hmm. that, like where he's just singing the songs like that and listened to the voice and was like, yeah, it, that's him. It has to be him. And sure enough. Yeah. He, he was, can sing. Yeah, man. He really, he really can, man. And he, he was treated unfairly, I think, as far as the, the whole auto tune thing. Cause there were other people that were, I mean, he pretty much, you know, made it super popular, I think, but, it's it's been used before um and there was some clips floating yeah. around on the internet you know years back too of him singing without auto-tune where people should have known that he could actually like sing sing you know what i mean but he right he kind of you know he was to blame for some of that as well because he chose to use it uh <laughs> and i let yeah. people know that he could actually sing so but yeah i'm glad he glad he was able to get on tv and show people that he can actually sing without using auto-tune though but yeah dope man well anything else going on man music wise i mean like you said it's a bunch that's been going that 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 came out um as far as albums i really haven't been able to, to listen to a whole lot um other than you know I've really been listening a lot to the stuff that I've been recording. Um, but other than that, it's just been podcasts and interviews, man. So, but is there anything yeah, you're man. looking forward to to hearing at all? Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. I'm going to definitely check out Solange's new album. I love the last one, A Place at the Table. Yeah. So I don't even know the name of her new one, but I'm going to check that one out for it's sure. It's called, like... Um, just like home or i feel like home something something to do with home and i heard she has a lot of uh houston references oh for real on that yeah like Maybe underground enjoy houston, that then. like underground houston stuff like um she has some visuals where it's called when i get home she has oh, okay some, cool she, she has some visuals that were um like pretty specific i think and where she you know literally shouted out some of the underground oh that's what i saw it was one where she had like mike jones's number <laughs> that he used to use and it was okay like, shout yeah, out to yeah, mike yeah. jones or whatever so stuff like that she's doing uh, nice yeah man yeah i want to check that one out uh two chains has a new one it's got a lot of heavy hitters on it mm-hmm. you know Kendrick, Travis, uh, Chance, you know what I mean? So I'm going to check yeah. it. I always give something like a, a run through and just see what's on it. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, I'm trying to remember what all came out. I feel like there was a lot. I got inbox, you know, Spotify sends that release radar stuff out. And right. so there was a lot of stuff that came out, but I'm sure I'll check it all out and, and report back, man. We'll have to make time to listen to something specific. Well, I'm yeah. like you though. I listen to stuff I create and books and podcasts, man. Yep. That's all. Takes up the time. Yeah, man. Well, let's, uh, let's grab some coffee, report back, man. 
and uh, keep this train going. And once again, for all you guys listening, we appreciate it. Uh, we're glad that you guys are liking and commenting and, and sticking with us on this. This new season, we're excited. Uh, so, so do that. Rate, subscribe, all that stuff to the podcast and give us feedback as always. If there's a coffee you think we should try, let us know. If there's an album we're sleeping on, let us know. If we're parenting wrong, tell us nicely. <laughs> uh, shoot us a comment or whatever. Uh, we'd love to love to connect with you. Yeah, we appreciate you. Holler at you guys uh, next Monday. Yeah, I think so. All right. God bless. Peace.